This bumper is brought to you by BurgundyBlog.com, delivering truth and reason on the Redskins. This is Brent from Burgundy Blog. It's Wednesday evening, and this is going to be a bumper about a somewhat unorthodox plan that I think the Redskins should consider for Trent Williams when he returns in three weeks from suspension. Trent Williams, of course, is a captain and the starting left tackle for the Redskins, former number four overall pick. He is a four-time pro bowler and former second-team all-pro. He is awesome. Uh, He is an awesome player at a very important position. But there's a way that I think the Redskins should consider using him this year that may run counter to convention, yet potentially give the Redskins' offense its best chance for success. I want to make very clear right off the bat that I do not consider this proprietary information. This is not a novel idea or some epiphany that I came up with all by myself. Um, This idea has been floated by media members, plenty of fans, and on lots of shows and in several columns over the course of this year. Uh, Most recently, for example, on the Sports Reporters podcast yesterday with Steve Zabin. And it's also something that's been mentioned by a guy I like to follow on Twitter named Robbie Duncan, formerly of the Hogstye podcast. And the idea is for Trent Williams, when he comes back, to play left guard and uh, instead let his current replacement, Ty Inseki, continue to play left tackle. The first time this idea may have come into popular consciousness was in week three, when the Redskins played the Giants. And starting left guard Sean Laveo and starting center Corey Lichtensteiger both suffered game-ending injuries, forcing the Redskins to play Spencer Long at center, where he is currently entrenched as the starter. And because there was not another suitable left guard on the active roster at the time, uh, Big Trent swung over to guard, and Ty Inseki played left tackle. The Redskins' offensive line was very effective that game. Trent Williams, in particular, had a lot of very strong moments at guard, um, including a couple of nasty downfield blocks. And Ty Inseki, uh, for his part, did very well at tackle, and the Redskins won. After the game, Trent Williams, he of all the aforementioned accolades and the giant contract, um, reported that he had literally never played guard in any capacity in a game at any level in his football career. But amazingly, his success, even in that context, was not altogether surprising because Trent Williams is an insane freakazoid athlete, or at least has a totally absurd combination of athleticism and size. And indeed, many of the current Redskins consider him to be literally the best athlete on the team. That is a distinction not often held by an offensive lineman. So I believe we established um, at that point after week three, if it was not already widely assumed, that Trent Williams um, definitely could play and probably could be very effective at not only left guard, but maybe every single offensive line position. And to be honest with you, I think if you gave him an offseason to transition to tight end, he could probably dominate at that too. Anyway, many people wondered at the time, because it seemed then that that combination um, seemed to liven up the previously dormant running game a little bit, if maybe Trent shouldn't consider, or if the team shouldn't consider, 
playing him more regularly, at least this season, at guard, and letting the giant 6'8", 330-something pound Inseki play left tackle. Ultimately, of course, they didn't do that. Uh, Laveo got healthy fairly quickly. They plugged him back in. Trent kicked back out to tackle, and everything was pretty close to the original status quo, um, with the exception of Spencer Long eventually taking over for Lickensteiger after he went on IR. Fast forward to Week 10. Trent Williams is now out on suspension. Ty Inseki is playing left tackle as his backup. Laveo is in at left guard. And the Redskins offense has a great day against an extremely talented Vikings defense um, with balanced play calling, uh, a nice performance from Cousins, and almost 100 yards from undrafted rookie free agent Fat Rob Kelly. Before the game, I sent one of my dumbest tweets ever, suggesting that I expected Ryan Grant to perform somewhat better than uh, many were anticipating, um, and that Inseki um, might perform somewhat worse. This wasn't so much um, a condemnation of Inseki, who I think is a very useful player, as you can tell from the very topic of this bumper, um, but it was a function of what I perceived to be sort of overly ambitious expectations um, created by uh, comments made by Scott McLuhan uh, earlier in the offseason. Anywho, Ryan Grant sucked. He played 49 snaps and caught zero passes. Inseki, on the other hand, was a revelation. Uh, he played the entire game. He didn't allow a sack. And um, although he may not have been a total road grader in the run game, he at least contributed, of course, to uh, this breakout uh, start for Robert Kelly. Fast forward again to the immediate present. Um, Trent Williams has three games left on suspension. We're all now feeling pretty nice and happy about Inseki playing left tackle. But Sean Laveo, unfortunately, has been a weakness, uh, the weak link in this Redskins offensive line since returning from injury earlier in the year. I got to say that he had been playing quite well in those first couple of games. Um, but he's holding them back, I think, right now. And I'm not alone in that assessment. So let us entertain again the question of whether, when Trent returns, potentially he should actually, instead of taking his old job back, uh, maybe he should replace Laveo at left guard and let Inseki continue to roll if, over these next three games, um, he maintains his own momentum. One thing, of course, to consider here is that, by most accounts, Trent Williams is not a big fan of the very idea of him playing left guard regularly. He considers himself a tackle, and I would not begrudge him that because he is an awesome one, potentially an all-pro one in 2016, at least prior to his suspension. Another extremely important consideration, though, of course, is trying to field the best possible offensive line uh, to give your team, your offense, the best chance for success and your team the best chance to win every game. Perhaps those considerations are at odds in this case, but they are both important. Well, here, philosophically, is my main contribution um, to this discussion. Trent Williams currently owes this team a little something. No question, the team also owes him for his vast contributions over the last few years. But by voluntarily putting himself in position to miss these four games, Trent Williams put his teammates and his coaches in a little bit of a lurch. And I'm here to say that his personal preference and his image as exclusively a left tackle may be just a little bit less important today than they were two weeks ago. Will Trent Williams, when he comes back, maybe just be a little bit more willing to sacrifice his own self or best interest? 
for the sake of the team and its chances of making the playoffs? I don't know. Um, but I think he should. I think it should be on his mind. And I think the situation may change the dynamics of this decision a little bit. As a related but somewhat separate point, I found myself asking the question, which is more likely to boost Trent Williams' esteem and respect around the league and potentially his legacy once his playing days are done? A remarkable playoff season where he abruptly switched positions for the good of the team and against all odds continued to succeed despite so little preparation? Or just another really good season for a really good left tackle, in which, though, he played only 12 games. I can tell you which sounds a little bit more badass to me, but you can draw your own conclusions. Lastly, if this move were to ever happen, uh, it's hard to think of a better time than now, given that he can spend the next few weeks uh, in meetings. He's not allowed to practice, but he is allowed to be at the facility and attend meetings, Uh, mentally at least preparing himself for that transition. I think it should be more than enough time for such a superlative athlete um, to nail down his responsibilities and eventually uh, have great success. Now, what do I think about the chances of this actually happening, you may ask? Um, They're not great. Uh, This, as I said, is unconventional and unorthodox. It totally depends on Trent being on board, um, which is not necessarily the case, despite my powers of persuasion. It depends on uh, the head coach and the offensive coordinator and Bill Callahan, the offensive line coach, being willing to uh, take a gamble and shake things up quite a bit. It depends on the continued health and effectiveness of Ty and Seki, which I certainly don't mean to take for granted. Basically, I think it's a long shot. But if the Redskins are serious about putting their best five offensive linemen on the field at the same time, I think that the only and obvious way to do it is to put Ty the Mountain Inseki at left tackle because he can't play guard, he's not athletic enough, but we've seen what he can do at tackle, to put all-world stud dog Trent Williams at left guard, and then to keep Spencer Long at center, um, Brandon Sheriff at right guard, and Morgan Moses at right tackle. I think that unit has a chance um, to propel the Redskins' offense to great heights and improved efficiency in the red zone. And I'd like to see it happen. This bumper was brought to you by BurgundyBlog.com. Follow me on Twitter or my weekly podcast for more truth and reason on the Redskins.